Welcome to Myrtle and Carol. I wanted to steal the, the sunlight. Have your, have your shining moment. <laughs> this is episode six. Yes. Welcome. <laughs> Sorry. We're sitting here and what are you doing, Myrtle? She's indulging right now. Yeah, I'm having a sugar-free cupcake. It's sugar-free though, so we can't hate. <laughs> it looks pretty bomb though. <laughs> I'm on a diet because I'm trying to come back. I <laughs> look like too, a snack. These are sabotaging me. I know. I've been eating way too many gushers and freaking oh, taquitos. Have... That's pretty much all I eat my diet lately no I, mean, I feel like i put on five pounds too i eat healthy but i snack too much like i'll be eating too all much day? food like i feel like yeah like i'll just get bored and i'm just like snacking mindlessly or we go eat out because i don't want to cook because i i cooked like so much when we were first in quarantine mm-hmm. and i was eating super healthy and i was like losing weight and then <laughs> all of a sudden my motivation just died i think because i started my period and that bitch sabotaged me <laughs> And then I was like, I'm tired. I Eat all the cook. motherfucking snacks. Yeah, and then I just, yeah, and I just fucking went downhill, and I'm like, fuck, I have to fucking start over. Actually, I don't know, because I, I told you, I haven't been eating fast food. I've been eating pretty okay, but I, I still eat junk food during the day. Like, I swear, I only eat taquitos, some cuties, and then some gushers. No, if That's I, it. If I That's don't my eat, diet. No. <laughs> if I don't eat fast food, I do, like, pretty okay. And, like, I'll be eating totally healthy if I don't. But really? if I eat fast food, it goes downhill. Yeah, unless I can eat, like, salads or something, then... Mm. I did DoorDash though yesterday. <laughs> DoorDash some Del Taco, and it's been fucking me up. You know how that goes. Like yeah. immediately when I ate it, I was like, "Oh, fuck!" I <laughs> my fucking day. I need you to be my accountability. Couldn't quarantine. leave the house. So, what topic do you want to talk about first? Do you I want? think we should talk about the so- the sad songs <laughs> that we listen to. Oh yeah. Well, first off. I am about to start my period, so I've been in a grouchy mood all day long. I just ended mine, like, the other day. Well, okay, you want to know why I'm in a grouchy mood and why I'm, like, (laughs) mad right now? (laughs) I'm not, but I was thinking about this. Okay, so when I went to go pick up those shoes, because, guys, like, I went to go buy some shoes off this chick from (laughs) OfferUp. Not gonna lie, that shit was a steal. Okay, but when I went to go pick them up, like, she called me sweetie. Like, Ew. she was kind of like an older crackhead lady, but she was like, she was like, here you go, sweetie. And I just, it just made me like, it triggered, triggered me because I was like, I fucking hate no matter who it is. I don't care if it's a guy that I'm dating. I don't care if it's a freaking old oh woman. My God, same. I hate <laughs> being called sweetie or sweetheart. I fucking hate it's it. It's like the most condescending, like, I hate it. Name. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What's, what's the equivalent of like, sweetie? Like, do anybody, like, what? Like, you know, have you ever been to the grocery store and like somebody honey called you or honey? Hun. Hun? Oh, I hate oh. being called hun. <laughs> I'm all, are you just fucking patronizing me because I'm younger than you? Like, what the fuck is your problem, Yeah, but lady? some people will be the same age as you and uh-huh. they'll call you hun. I, know, I don't. I don't even like if a boyfriend calls me hun. Don't call me hun, okay, honey, 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 honey. No, mm. don't call me that. Plus, like, I if don't. If you're not 80 years old, I don't want to hear you call me hun, honey, sweetheart, <laughs> sweetie, unless you're oh, my 80 year old great aunt. So, oh, sweetie. No, I and I also hate being called ma'am. I know it's a polite thing, <laughs> but it's <laughs> so, it makes you feel so <laughs> old. <laughs> It's like, especially like if it's like a young kid and they're like, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> I'm like, no. Didn't I tell you that one time? That I'm all, bitch, about- I'm only five years older than you. <laughs> ma'am. Have a nice day, ma'am. Yeah. Ma'am. No, that's, I don't like hey, that. Yo. Yeah, but did I ever tell you that one story when I was like fucking, I don't know. I had been sick all fucking week long, right? 
And so... I feel like you did tell me this But how I was... I was bent about this forever <laughs> because I was sick all fucking week. And I decided that I finally wanted to get something to eat. So I went to Subway. And I looked like an old lady, okay? I was wearing sweats and I had, like, this wraparound fucking, like, long-ass like sweater. Long? No, it was a sweater. <laughs> a sweater. Yeah, and I just looked... I looked haggard because, like, I didn't have any makeup on. I don't know. I looked like shit. I probably lost some weight. My face probably looked gaunt. Maybe I looked like an old lady. I don't know. But I, like, go in there, and it's this girl. She's working, and she's probably, like, I don't know. Like, she's, like, 18 or something. Her name was Rebecca, which even stuck out to me because I was pissed. And I'm like, fuck you, Rebecca. She's like, <laughs> she's all, aren't you Sarah's mom or something? And I'm like, no, who the hell's that? She's like, oh, my friend. I'm like, like, I would have a fucking, like, friend, 20-year-old friend. Like, how old do you think I am? Fucking 45? Like, fuck you, Rebecca. You just fucking made me feel more sick. Smash my fucking subway sandwich on the fucking counter. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking kick that shit. (laughs) I was like, that's rude. That's fucking hilarious. I've never actually had that happen to me. I have had like boy like a bag boys call me ma'am occasionally but like i've never (laughs) more often than not i get the like you're like one time i was at the grocery store with no makeup on and then the guy was like telling me i was too young to be buying alcohol yeah and i was like so happy but then i don't know it was kind of irritating that happened to me when i was at the movies some lady was like oh like you have to be 18 to watch this movie i'm like bitch (laughs) (laughs) bitch don't flatter me i know you're lying (laughs) But, yeah, okay, so since we're done talking about horrible <laughs> period stories. So we were going to... Oh, but I wanted to shame you, though, because oh. you're making me feel shitty, so yeah, I want... I'm sorry. Because, like, when you're on your period, I remember one Am time you crazy? were crying about fucking penguins or something. Oh, shit! What were you crying about? Yeah, you're about? right! <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> what were you crying I about? I cry about the stupidest shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're right, it was like penguins. It was like this documentary... <laughs> I was watching a documentary about penguins and how they like when they want to because penguins actually commit suicide occasionally (laughs) they get depressed and they fucking go off on their own and then they just go fucking die and freeze to death like away from their back yeah and they'll like jump into the water and let themselves get eaten jump off a cliff (laughs) like I'm like god damn and I was watching this shit and I was on my period and I'm like watching this fucking penguin and like the other penguins go out and look for him and try and bring his ass back and he just keeps going back out he didn't have the will to live anymore yeah like he really wanted to fucking die this is so another penguin <laughs> probably fucked his girlfriend or something. Yeah, and he's all sad. Well, they do emo for life, so that would make sense. That's oh, really that's really up. sad. I feel like crying because it's almost that time. Oh, this hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I think the most like yeah, you just walked in on me on a on a weak moment when I was freaking. Happy. <laughs> I'm all sobbing on the couch. <laughs> no, no, but like it's so fucking sad. <laughs> Bitch, change the channel. My dad did that to me. I couldn't turn away. No, my dad did that to me because, like, I literally, like, legit, when I lived with my dad, I, like, sat on the couch for fucking the whole entire week I was on my period. And the Britney Spears documentary was on, like, on E! or whatever, Mm -hmm. like, twice. And I was, like, sitting there and I was fucking bawling. I'm like, but you know what? It's just the industry. The winter. (laughs) I'm like, Britney. (laughs) Like, like, I don't know. What is the guy's name? Chris Cross. Yeah, 
I were crisscrossed. I yes. was like, but I have a soft spot in my heart for Britney Spears. I think we all do. Her whole family fucked her up. Dude. I know. And so, like, when I saw that shit, I cried. And then I was watching it the next day. My dad's like, turn that shit off. <laughs> I'm like, what's, what's going into you? I'm like, my period. Yeah, because he, yeah, he knew you were having a fucking emotional breakdown. You know, when I first started my period, like, I, I didn't start to, like, the middle of ninth grade. or No, no, no. It was, like, the summer going into ninth grade. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, because I was a late bloomer and all my friends would talk about, like, getting their period and shit. And, like, for some reason, I really, really wanted that shit so that oh, I could really? be cool. Yeah. And oh. so I remember, like, I started my period. And the first thing I did was call my dad. And I was like, Dad, I was like, I'm going to need some tampons because You're I'm becoming a woman. And my dad's like, don't call me about that bullshit. <laughs> he hung up on me because, you know, my dad's a crouch. <laughs> See, my dad just did not know how to deal with it, but when I started my period, I was, like, 14, and... Yeah, were you in 8th grade? Mm, yeah, I was in 8th grade, and um, I remember it was, like, summer, and my half-sister was visiting us, because she lives in Washington, mm-hmm. and so my dad just completely pawned the responsibility off onto her. Really? But she was so fucking weird. <laughs> she was such a feminist about it, and I really hated it, because she... I didn't feel awkward about it. I was like, okay, I started my period. Like, give me some tampons, whatever. Like, let me move on with my but life. But you can't just... Did you start out wearing tampons? You can't just start out wearing tampons. I don't tampons. remember. I don't Maybe I did. I don't know. No. I don't remember. I wore pads. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. But anyway, I remember, like, distinctly her putting her leg up on the <clears throat> counter and trying to, like, demonstrate Ew. how to put one in. Like, she didn't, like, get naked or anything. She was, like... I think she was wearing shorts or something. But she was just, like, doing the motion She's of, like, how you... this shit in there. Yeah, this is how you're going to do it. And I'm like, bitch, there's instructions on the box. I didn't need you to be here. It's I was actually weird. terrified of tampons because I was such a, like, goody too. She was nah, like, I, I didn't. I didn't wear tampons until I was, like, probably 17. Oh, no. I didn't give a fuck about that. I know, but can I, I can't even think about it now walking around with this fucking squishy-ass, like, pad yeah. waddling. Ew. And pads are gross. Like, the way they smell, that plasticky smell is disgusting. Like, I hate yeah. it. I just don't like the way they feel. Have you ever started somewhere like like in public yes i have a really embarrassing period story of me being in eighth grade and wearing these (laughs) khaki fucking track pants and one of my neighbor friends who was a boy like sees that i'm like bleeding through my pants after getting off the bus and tells me and he's so nice and gives me his fucking sweatshirt Oh, well, I was that's tra- nice. It was really, that happened to me too. It was really nice, and I, I honestly like I always remember it because like he could have been really shitty, but I was yeah. so fucking mortified. Like that's nice though. Well, yeah. I think like, he had sisters. Yeah, because like one time, like uh, that ha- the same thing happened to me, but it was like actually someone nice, you know. Like I was sitting in science class, <laughs> and I I could like already you know when you already know, but I was like <laughs> I'm not gonna get up because yeah. I already know. Yeah. Gonna, what's like, gonna happen come rushing out and so i try to cover like i try to like walk out of class with my backpack like i had one of, i think i had one of those like i don't know what are those what are those bags called messenger bag messenger bag like i try to like swing that shit around. yeah and try and like fucking hang it like over my ass but then i was walking and then one of the this girl that was like popular she was like so hey she's like hey come here come here really quick and i'm like what she's like you have something on your butt and i was like i already knew that shit bitch i'm trying to walk the fuck to the bathroom and then she's like no she's like here take my sweater and i was like that's so nice like she didn't yeah. care about it. I All was like, the real that's MVPs nice. of the world. Yeah, I know. But, like, I've seen it happen to people where they're, like, sitting on their desk and they get up and then it's just like, oh, it's a nightmare. Like, that's embarrassing yeah, that's to me. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. yeah. 
accidents. Oh, but you know what happened? Like, one time my mom, like, we went to this doctor's appointment, and my mom, like, she used to wear, like, be really fashionable, and she was wearing this tight, like, little white, like, mini skirt, like, when I was little. Mm-hmm. I remember my mom was so bent about this. Like, we were walking, and, like, somebody came up to her, like, and they're like, hey, you have something on your skirt. Like, you started your period or something. But we get to the bathroom, and it's literally, like, a pin dot. Like, a pin dot. And my mom was like, how's this bitch all up in my shit? Like, she's like, where she see this shit at? She's like, a magnifying glass. My mom was so bent about it. I think just because she was embarrassed, but mm. yeah. So, do you want to get into um, our song playlist, our sad song playlist? Yeah, if you guys are going through like a breakup <laughs> <laughs> or just your period, <laughs> we have some sad songs that we like to listen to. When sad. <laughs> I don't know why we thought about this, but. Clearly, you can be the judge of our music taste. And I've compiled them into a <laughs> handy playlist on YouTube, so I'm, I'm going to link it in the description below in case you want to go listen to the yeah, sad-ass shit we like to listen to. In case you want to be depressed and cry <laughs> and eat some Rocky Road and let shit your, on your Let period. your emotions out, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you want me to... My list is probably shorter yeah, than yours. Yeah, your list is shorter than mine. You go first. Okay, my first one that I have is Holland. It's spelled H-O-L-L-Y. In. It doesn't matter. She's... I'm gonna link it so they don't have to type. Oh, it. I forgot you did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a dumbass. Okay, then. Uh, yeah, it's called "I Feel Bad for You." I don't know. I just like that song. Like, it's just she talks about a guy being toxic and stuff, and that she feels bad for him. Basically, mm. like he's like a narcissist kind of. Got it. So I like that song. <clears throat> and then Holland wasn't enough for you. That song's good too. I like anything oh, yeah. pretty much by her. Yeah, she's a really good artist. Good. Yeah. Christina Aguilera fighter. <laughs> reasons. Well, I don't know. It just get makes me want to just like get pumped, and I'm just like <laughs> walking around like vacuuming like angrily, like I really <laughs> vacuuming fucking... angrily. Yeah, because I clean when I'm fucking pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all fighter. Okay, um, city and color, day old hate, but like pretty much any city and yeah. color song. I think we agreed yeah. on that. So Their sad. shit is really depressing. It's like really makes you fucking depressing. Kill I know. I might as well fucking like hang out in the bathtub. Like, <laughs> fucking, fucking <laughs> it's really emo. Yeah. Um, Katy Perry, thinking of you. If you haven't heard that song, it's like kind of some of her old stuff. It's not anything new. Like I think it's like kind of like when she first came out. Basically, like she cheated on this dude, and she says. Uh, when I'm with him, I'm thinking of you. So it's kind of fucked up, but I don't know why I like it. Interesting. James Bay, Let It Go. Okay. I know you hate that song. I think Armando <laughs> likes that song. I really? That song. Well, I had to throw it in there because I, like, listened to it a lot when, like, I went through a breakup. Yeah. Griffin House. Uh, I haven't heard anything else by them, but I like this song. It's called The Guy That Says Goodbye to You. Yeah, I think it's one of the more popular songs because I've definitely heard it before. I know. I need to revisit because I haven't. I haven't heard anything from them. Yeah. Uh, I don't fuck with you. <laughs> I don't know why. I like shit, a little bit of shit that gets me pumped. Like I gotta like mix it Give up. Yourself back up. I'm fuck with you. Uh, yeah. So big Sean. Um, <laughs> I feel like this list is so cheesy. I like it. My list is so different. So I'm really excited. Adele. Turn 
turning tables. Yeah. Any fun. fucking Adele song, really. I feel like it's, she's like the national anthem for breakup and sadness. Yeah, you feel that shit in your soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say Sam Smith, but I don't listen to him that oh, much. Oh, I like Sam Smith, you too. You do? I don't, yeah, but I, I, like, I, like I don't think like, I listen to him like during a breakup, I like though. his romantic songs. I don't really like his like sad-ass shit. Yeah. Um, and then I have one <laughs> last one. It's Augustana Boston. <laughs> because that's how the song is sad. I feel like I listen to them a lot. Uh, actually, I like Sunday's Best, too. Those are two of my favorites. Have okay. you heard that one? I think I have, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really, like, soothing. If you're, like, cried your eyes out and you want to listen to something soothing. You're so much more romantic than me. My shit's all angry. Why? Because my... What okay. do you have? Evanescence? No. I feel what? like, I, I, <laughs> I, feel like I, I expected you to have Evanescence I, Evanescence is, like, nostalgic. It's, like, me in eighth grade, okay? In, like, ninth grade. And I remember I have this very distinct memory in my brain of singing uh, My Last Breath by Evanescence for my choir final. And it was the first time I'd ever sang solo acapella in front of anyone in my life and I was terrified and I forgot half the lyrics I like started it and then I was like nope what? I don't remember any. I didn't remember the lyrics. I you completely. Had stage, I had stage fright, stage fright and then like stage amnesia because I just didn't <laughs> fucking remember the lyrics. And I literally looked over at my choir teacher and I was like, I can't remember it. And I had practiced this song like for days in the bathroom. Oh like it was really traumatic for me. But I mean, it did help me get over stage fright. But I just I think that's why Evanescence to me is like special because it's like you know mm-hmm. eighth ninth grade. I yeah, was, like, nostalgic. Feeling it. Plus I dyed my hair black and I'd be like, wearing Oh corsets. wow! Yeah, You're and it I to even the next level. I really I really did. I really did. And I even had one of my classmates tell me that I, I looked I looked like Amy Lee and I was like and so you were proud like, of it. Oh, thank, you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> um but yeah, so and that's not on my sad list. It's a happy memories, even though the songs are all sad. <laughs> Um, I think when I'm sad, I watch Vampire Diaries because they have really sad songs on there. So that's like one side note I put here was Vampire Diaries soundtracks. I don't think I don't watch anything. I don't know why, but it's like I think I was sad when I first started watching Vampire Diaries. Like I think I was going through a weird funk, and I think that because <laughs> of that, I always associate it with like just sadness. Yeah. Um, but okay, so I have Dashboard Confessional, Saints and Sailors specifically because I love that song. But like anything <laughs> Dashboard Confessional, because he's always talking about breakups. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Paramore Riot album is like an yeah. angry girl, I angry like girl album. Yeah. Um, Stroke by Banks, I really like that because it's yeah. about narcissists. Um, I love Banks. Losing Grip by Avril Lavigne. That's like an eighth grade breakup song. I fucking love Avril too. I'm about uh, to listen to this <laughs> on my way home. Mandy Moore, uh, the song oh, called God. "Nothing That You Are." Oh, it's God. one of her later songs. It's not like a early 2000s song it's like her and when she's like in her 20s and uh-huh. she made this like folky sounding album yeah it's have a you really ever heard song, gardenia actually. i like that song oh too. yeah it's on that album yeah yeah and then um slipknot wait and bleed what the fuck <laughs> it's my i have to get my anger out <laughs> and all out of life <laughs> my slipknot oh my gosh <laughs> um anything by fallout boy like their old stuff like the um What's it called? Their, um, I forgot what their album is called. Like, the really old album. No, I don't it's even not know. called Grand Theft Auto. It's called, like, something Ride. Um, but basically anything old by Fall Out Boy, like yeah. 2005, 2006, 2007 mm-hmm. albums I listen to and be, like, all angry. Like, the pros <laughs> and cons of breathing, the patron saying of liars and fakes, like, that kind of. Yeah. 
that kind of era of fallout boy so nothing new um him death is in love with us the entire album is really gothic and like sad is that the fucking one like i feel like i had this on my myspace Mm-mm. like playlist or is it like a is, is that the one that has the wings of the butterfly or whatever they have a song like that um i don't know but the album cover is the guy the main guy i forgot what his name is but it's like the skinny goth guy and it's pink and he's like doing this and he's wearing black and they had the do you know who him is they have the heartogram it looks like a yeah it's one of the guys at my work like that used to work with me <laughs> actually his worst tattoo and his biggest regret is the symbol the heartogram <laughs> yeah i love that shit <laughs> i still love him they're like one of my first like the first goth bands i discovered like other than 80s goth music nah. um and like morrissey and joy division i listen to a lot like, oh yeah like, I like uh, level terrace apart mm-hmm. um yeah. Yeah, I like that shit too. Yeah, like how soon is I now? was gonna add that, but uh, like I don't listen to it often enough. Yeah. Sing me to sing. So if you're fucking sad <laughs> and <laughs> you're you're going through your period, you can listen to this playlist that we've created for you. Yeah, definitely. Um and then also um we have a couple questions we wanna answer <clears throat> that we were sent from uh one of the guy listeners that we're gonna answer. So I'm pretty excited about that because he actually asked some really interesting questions <laughs> based on our last couple of episodes. Uh-huh. Okay, so the first question is, what defines a good date? Um, I feel like this is different for every girl. Like, it depends on what kind of girl you are, right? What defines a good date? I would just say, um, I don't know, conversation. Like, I would mm. say, like, it doesn't really matter so much as, like, um, I don't know, so much as, like where the date is at you know or like the location yeah. whether you go to the beach or whatever I guess it's just like conversation and kind connection. of chemistry and connection yeah. you know what yeah. I mean but it's also nice <clears throat> when I think it's like I don't for me you're different in that way I don't want to like do all the work so like I like when a guy like already like has the date like planned or like where mm-hmm. we're gonna meet I just like it takes a lot of the stress like off for me and I feel like I can like enjoy myself more mm-hmm. what do you think um, yeah, I mean, I think I'm really, like, kind of a casual person, too. Like, I like doing, like, I like hiking or going to the movies mm-hmm. or, like, just, I don't know, hanging out, having, like, dinner somewhere and just talking. Like, I like that kind of thing. But then I have friends, like, who, they're really active and they like to go out and, like, do, like, mm-hmm. really active shit. Like, you know, just, like, they don't want to just go to the movies. They don't, they're, they're not that kind of person. They want to go, yeah. like, do something and I think they would be bored in that, like, in my date situation that I would like. So it really depends on what kind of girl you are, you know? Like, if you figure out what kind of person they are. Like, do they like to go fucking kayaking? Or yeah, I feel like, I feel like it makes the date more enjoyable if you guys do something that you both, like, wanted to do. Because, like, with me and my, like, relationship, I... Like, we went, we drove, like, two hours or something to, like, go to, uh, where'd we go? Slab City. Yeah. <laughs> which is Salvation Mountain, which is, like, I don't know. It's but just somewhere that. into that. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah. adventurous, so it's somewhere that I really wanted to go, and it yeah. kind of, like, gave us more of an opportunity to talk because we drove all that way, and it was just kind of, like, a bonding experience, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. where we could just talk, and, like, the conversation was good, and, you know, I don't know. That's it. I, I pretty much think that it just... Uh, depends like even you know yeah like this this comes into like guys kind of not sleuthing but asking you questions to figure out what you like Mm -hmm. and then finding a common point of interest right like if you guys both like sushi yeah maybe take them out to go eat or if they like 
really like to travel, maybe, like, take them somewhere local, you mm-hmm. know? Or if they're really active, take them hiking or something. I feel like if they're adventurous, like, go take them somewhere, like, you know, somewhere that they'd want to go and, like, you know. Yeah. I think it, that it kind depends, of, though. It creates, some... like, a bond, you know what I mean? Like, even, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, even if I didn't like a person, like, I still, like. Remember that. You know, remember that. Yeah. yeah or we I think would it be depends, still happy though, because it can't be, like, the, I mean. If that person's really spontaneous, maybe it would be okay for a first date, but I think maybe, like, it for some people, if they don't know you, if you're meeting them on mm-hmm. the dating app, maybe it's not appropriate for a first date. Yeah. You know? Like, maybe you have to get them get to know them a little bit better first. Yeah, but, I mean, find <clears> out, you know, basically, like, after a little bit, find out what they like, and then, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, the next question is, uh, when do you decide if there will be a second date? I feel like this is sort of a no-brainer. Like, you'll know the other person wants to go on one. But sometimes you know, there's... Or... But sometimes it's not, because, you know, sometimes, like, I feel like since this is coming from a male perspective and they're asking us, I feel like sometimes the girls, like, won't, will kind of be gray. You know what I mean? Like, they won't, like, they'll be like, aha, uh-huh, you know, it was nice, you know, to go out with you, yeah. bye. And, yeah. you know, they'll be, like, courteous and stuff and be nice, but I feel like... For a nice guy, like, I feel like it's kind of, I don't know, I feel like you have to, if you're going to be dating, you have to have balls, and so you have to kind of just, like, yeah, after the date, or don't. yeah, well, I feel like after the date, you say, like, hey, or whoever texts each other, like, first, you say, yeah. hey, like, I had a good time, and then, hey, I had a really good time, too, so do you think you want to go out sometime again? That's it. Yeah, like, I mean, you didn't even have to be as direct as that. You could be like, hey, I had a, a lot of fun on when we did direct. X. Would you like to do this thing? I thought this would be fun to do together. Then it doesn't come mm-hmm. off so much as like, you know, do you want to have a second date with me? And it's more like, I want to experience this other thing with you. And it's more personal, I think. Yeah, I'd rather just like my option because like to <laughs> me, it doesn't really create like that pressure. You know what I mean? And it kind of just gives me the freedom to say whether or not mm-hmm. I like you or, you know, like or... No, I don't think we're compatible. Like, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? But you were nice or whatever. Or, like, you know. Yeah. Or, yeah, I'd like that sometime. You know what I mean? But I definitely think, like, don't hesitate and don't, like, wait too long. And then after the date, like, try and text them, like, two weeks later and be like, hey, you want to go out again? Like, yeah, I think, at that point, if you wait that long, they're yeah, already going to feel you like gotta you, get the ball you, rolling. Uh, you ghosted them at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah you got to get the ball rolling. Like, I feel like just, I don't know, be confident. <laughs> yeah. So, here's a more deep question, I guess. Why do girls go back to their ex frequently? <laughs> uh, 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 sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. um, I don't know. Why do girls go back to their ex? Because, like, comfortability factor? Like, that's pretty much it. Like, you've yeah, already... I don't think so. What I, do you think? I think sometimes it's because of their own issues. Uh, I don't like, think it depends so. on the ex, right? Like, if you, it depends on the ex and, like, why they broke up. It's not really a one-to-one. If you broke up with your ex because they're a toxic, crazy person and you mm-hmm. keep going back to them, then it's because you have trauma that you haven't really resolved or, like, a connection with them that you haven't resolved. Yeah. Um, and if you go back to them just because you're not over them, well, that relationship hasn't resolved itself. So, like, you're not ready to be dating and you shouldn't be dating mm-hmm. and shouldn't be leading new people on. And I think that that's fucked up if a girl does that. I don't date but like I do that shit all the time like I go back to my exes like 20 million times I'll be in that fucking shit for like 20 times right but like what is the reason for doing that right just comfortability like that's like you it. feel like oh it's easier for me uh, I just feel like I don't I fucking hate dating and I don't like want to experience like dating new people because I don't want to be on a dating app and so it's like comfortable you know what I mean like nobody wants to feel like loneliness so I think like sometimes like I don't know. It's just it's just a cycle, you know. <laughs> like mm. I don't know. I, I don't like know. Like I, I, 
Usually when I break up with someone, like, I'm pretty much done with them. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm done. Like, once it's done, it's, like, definitely done. You know, yeah. I've really never had anyone where I was like, yeah, I want to go back to you um, after we, like, ended things. Because mm-hmm. um, once I know I'm done, I'm, like, really done. Yeah. Um, but I think that, like, for me, if I were to go back to somebody, it would be unresolved feelings, like... Yeah, you know, like I would still feel a connection to them, or I'd still feel something for them. Yeah, but I guess again, it's sort of a personal thing for each girl because uh, girls don't all have the same issues. We're not all the same person. We're not mm-hmm. all, all wanting the same thing out of well. A, I think uh, what relationship. the guys getting out of it is that, like, you know, a lot of people, like we said this in the past, is a lot of people on dating um, apps are like out for a rebound, which I yeah. think it is fucked up in that sense. Like if you want to go back to your ex, go back to your ex, fine, whatever. Yeah, you're don't you go life. boost off some innocent person. But don't you go boost off like somebody yeah, like you don't go on a dating app. I think that's like really what's shitty and I think that's why like I don't like using dating apps because like that's all you basically find is like people on there who are just like fucking broke up like one day and then the next day they're like back with their ex back with their ex, you yeah. know? Or they're talking to your, their ex like while they're trying to like pursue while you're trying to pursue something with them you know and that's fucked up yeah that's messed up okay so what attracts women to men that treat them badly unresolved trauma what attracts i i think i feel like um i feel like a lot like now that i've gotten older like i feel like um girls are so easy to to get gaslighted you know what i mean like i feel like a lot of like, my my past relationships that have been shitty or mm-hmm. that I've been with the, like, guy that was in some freaking dick. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's because they would gaslight me and, like, make me feel like I was the one who was, like, causing all the stress in the relationship. So I would harvest, like, I would feel, like, a little bit depressed and harvest all that negative energy and think that, like, it was all me. So when you think that it's all you, like, you try to, like, become, like, a better version of yourself. You try to, like, kind of... I don't know, you tried to, like, please them, you know what I mean? And so... I feel like that is from, like, for, at least for me personally, like, I feel like a lot of girls have daddy issues, Mm -hmm. I know that I do, but I feel like, not that we're trying to replace our dad, but that we look for something that we know, like, if our parent, like, Mm -hmm. my my parents had a really nasty divorce, my dad is, like, a toxic person, you know, like, um... And then on the other end, I have my stepdad who was, like, a healthier person. And so I think, like, that sort of helped me. But I still had those issues Mm -hmm. where I would be, like, trying to, like, date someone that was, like, emotionally unavailable or distant because Mm -hmm. that's how my dad was. And that's what I knew. And it feels like you recognize it and it's comfortable even though it doesn't make you happy. Yeah. And so you just keep dating this person who's emotionally unavailable. So you're attracted to that because you're like, oh, this is familiar to me. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? That's what I mean, too, because, like, I don't... If I've stayed in relationships, like, that were shitty, like, it's because I don't like change. Like, I'm so horrible at change. So it's like, I'll just stick around even though the shit sucks. You know what I mean? So I think that's a big reason why. Yeah. But But I think, too, like, you know men and women guys girls whatever <laughs> all you cool cats and kittens <laughs> um hey all you cool cats uh, and kittens God, so good. <laughs> uh but i think you know like everyone needs to realize that everybody has trauma everybody has issues and like they manifest themselves in different ways mm-hmm. and they they affect everything in our life whether we realize it or not you know they affect who we want as a partner what we want and that's whether like you're a healthy person or whether you're not a healthy person like whether you're like you know like me like looking for emotionally unavailable emotionally distant people and then realizing it and then trying to find someone who's not that like Mm -hmm. from an aware awareness standpoint to like 
knowing that that's not a healthy thing for you. You know what I mean? Like there's all kinds of people who have, you know, either healed or unhealed their childhood wounds. And I think that that's a very real thing. And I think that we kind of neglect that too, as women, like we think that guys, we think, I mean, I guess we're self-absorbed in a way. We think we're the only ones who have problems. Mm -hmm. And then we think that like, we wonder why guys are so fucked up and like, it's, you know, they have the same issues with their parents, mm-hmm. you know, the same the same childhood trauma. They just, it manifests itself differently, right? Because, you know, they're guys or whatever, or girls. I mean, even if you're, like, a lesbian and you're dating another girl, like, she's still going to have fucking problems, mm-hmm. you know? Like, or, or if you're gay and you're a man, like, they're still going to have issues. Those also, don't go away. I feel like there's, like, something with guys where they want to be the hero, you know what I mean? So a girl could, like, have a shit ton of baggage and, like, just all the signs there, like, where it's just, she's a hot-ass mess. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a guy is more willing to stick it out and stick around than than a girl would. Like, and that's just how I feel, because I feel like guys are like, oh, let me basically, like, save you, you know what I mean? Like, I think it depends on the guy, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think definitely it's more common with guys to want to save the girl, because that's sort of an arc type we're used to right is like the damsel and the some girls prince. use that to their advantage though too absolutely some girls totally use yeah that. for sure and they like blow people up you know and um use guys like by manipulating them to get what they want mm-hmm. you know i think that the signs are there though i think if you trust your intuition like you know if if I were to go back into dating, like, I would do things differently. <laughs> like, like I, I did, like, the last time I was dating, you know? I just, I kind of trust my intuition. I Once I felt like something was not, you know, going anywhere, I yeah. was able to shut it off, like, mm-hmm. before I was, before I got too invested, you know? Like, I was yeah. able to, like, basically, like, weed through the shit, you know what I mean? Because it's, like, you can kind of feel when somebody is, like, bullshit, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah, and I think just in regard to, like, like these questions in general is just to heal like heal yourself first I feel like there's so I don't know like there's so many things that could be not to say like avoided but you will be attracting like healthier people to you if you heal yourself because I feel like when I when I met my boyfriend I was so fucked up like mm-hmm. I, I had so many problems like so many issues and I still feel like I have a lot of problems you know from just like being the way that I was raised, like, how my parents were, like, Mm -hmm. all the fucking problems that, you know, manifested themselves when I was a kid, and how I dealt with them, and how I, like, defended myself, or felt like I had to build up all these walls, like, it's taken me years to, like, weed through the shit, Mm -hmm. and I feel like, you know, had I started this work earlier, when I was, like, younger, and really worked on myself more, I would have, you know, not dated so many fucked up dudes, because I wouldn't be attracting them to me, um, and I wouldn't be looking for them because I would know, like, I would be in a healthier mindset. You would know what you wanted, yeah. Yeah, and, like, be in a healthier mindset. And then so I would say for, like, even guys, you know, the guy who asked, asked all these questions and, um, you know, any of the other listeners that, like, heal yourself first. Like, there's so much focus on finding a partner and thinking they're going to be the answer. But, like, ask yourself why it is that you're looking for somebody else to fix you or well, to, like, make you whole, you know? And I understand, but like, I don't like, think, like, I, I don't think that's the case because I think that, like, sometimes, like, people, I, I don't know, especially somebody else said this to me before where it is, like, Tinder and all that shit has kind of made it harder to for good guys to date because mm-hmm. girls are like, fuck that, I've been through it before. Like, they're really cautious and they're really jaded. Yeah. So I think it's, like... 
I don't know. I think it's like it. It's really harder if somebody's asking these questions on it. It's probably because like they've been you know going out on dates and shit and like not having any success with the women because of that. You know, like because like Tinder. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Dating's hard. Like, I mean, yeah, of course it is. But I I still think it's the same. We're the same as we've always been. I think if anything, we're just more detached because things are so convenient and so easy mm-hmm. that we think they're easier to throw away. And yeah. we're not willing to put in the work that it takes to make a relationship work or to, like, really get to know someone. And it's so weird because, like, I don't know, like, nowadays, the I feel like if you meet somebody online, like, I swear, I feel like relationships are just so easy to, like, let go or not work on it, even if it's mm-hmm. good. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you take a couple problems and then you're like, oh, you know, we've been fighting or whatever. But instead of working on your issues, then you just kind of basically, like, give it up and then you're just like, oh, I'll, I'll be on Tinder. Like, or I... Yeah. There's going to be, like, another person, you know I mean, what I mean? I it's think, too available. I think that there's a certain extent, right? Like, if you're in a buck, fucked up toxic relationship where you're, like, beating the shit out of each other or, mm-hmm. like, somebody's emotionally abusing you, like, yeah, you should get out of that relationship, mm-hmm. no questions, you know? But if you're just having, like, problems communicating or if you're just having issues where you don't talk to each other, like, those are things that I think could be resolved. Yeah. You know? I mean... I just think it, it's a matter of do you want to and there are people who don't want to and that's okay but you know I think that they'll find that they're gonna have repeating issues like they're yeah. gonna have the same issue it's kind of like that uh if you think everyone's the asshole then you're the asshole like mm-hmm. if you think everyone else has the problems like maybe you're the one with the problems and you should look at yourself True. You know? yeah. and I think that's hard like that's something people don't want to do and yeah and I guess you know yeah I don't know I'm just, like, a a weird preachy person now where I'm, like, heal yourself. Because I'm, like, trying to heal myself, you know? And I see, like, (laughs) I'm, like, dude, I, like, people look at me. You're not practicing what you preach or what? No, I am. But Mm. I I just feel like, you know, like, I I look at myself and I'm, like, damn, I have a lot of fucking problems. Like, and I see other people that have problems and Mm. we all have fucking issues. And then I'm, like, I see how much it helps me to reflect and resolve them. Even if it's painful, you know, even if it's really difficult. Because... I, I don't know, like, I come out the other side, and I'm like, wow. Like, I don't know I'm why. Happier. I kind of hate that saying, like, heal your... I don't know why. I don't know why it bothers me. <laughs> why? Because I feel like, even if you have issues or whatever, like, I feel like... I, some people just don't like to be alone so it's like even if they have those issues like they're still gonna be like seeking somebody you know well, what I mean there's like everyone seeks connection I'm not saying like mm-hmm. fucking isolate yourself forever and be mm-hmm. a monk or whatever but I think that like a lot of people don't want to be alone because they don't want to be alone with their thoughts and they don't want to be alone with themselves and they don't like themselves you know mm-hmm. I don't know just and I mean I'm not saying won't. everyone I'm just saying I know like a lot of people who literally can't be alone like they've never been mm-hmm. any span of time where they can like be on their own and I think that that is sort of a inherently a problem because it's like we come into this world alone and we fucking die alone and you have to live with yourself and you have to make yourself happy no one else is going to do it mm-hmm. for you so if you're going into a relationship expecting someone else to bring you those things like it's not going to happen and you're always going to be bitter because you're going to be thinking this person yeah. should make you happy that it's their responsibility when really it's yours yeah I mean for me I feel happy like both ways like I feel happy if I'm alone or like happy if I'm in a relationship yeah like, but I you've really done care. both and you're not like you know jumping from like one yeah, person to the next but I, I also know like I don't know 
know. I just, I think that some people, like, like the teamwork aspect, too, of, like, being in a relationship. And sure. it's just a lot easier. You know what I mean? It's just a lot easier to have somebody there and to be, like, you know, your backbone and kind of, like, you know, someone to talk to and stuff like that. Even if you have friends and shit like that, you mm-hmm. know? Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people crave that, you know, that intimacy with, like, someone and, you know, just holding someone <laughs> that's why they have professional fucking cuddlers and shit i am so tripped out that i that's actually a job what the being professional a professional cuddler, cuddler. hey times I are hard I man for prostitution for a second there I was times like, are hard i'm gonna fucking become a professional cuddler <laughs> because times are hard make that paper somebody needs to cuddle but they gotta wear a mask and some gloves and shit <laughs> yeah, hazmat suit. <laughs> if you guys need me to cuddle you <laughs> drop a comment with your oh, phone number my- all right well i think we'll call it there yeah Um, thanks so much for listening thanks for listening hope y'all are doing well in this weird strange time and we'll see you next time